Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the In the Huddle podcast. I'm your host, Chris Rotundo. And I'm your other host, Sam Gold. And today we are finally back. A little bit of a uh, extended vacation there. You know, life gets in the way, things happen. But it was okay. It was a little bit of a dry period there. And last week, we finally had some big news to announce. So I think it's a pretty good time to finally come back and get into the swing of things once again. Yeah, you know, we took a couple of weeks off, but... um. Yeah, we might, might have spoiled something there with uh, one of our Instagram posts <laughs> saying that we were going to post something and then we kind of took it off. You know, we all, yeah, like Chris said, a lot of things got in the way, but don't worry, we're finally back. Um, we got a ton of stuff to talk about, some good pieces of news here, especially Julio. I'm sure you guys know about that. So, yeah, I'm excited to get back into the swing of things. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Glad to be back. And we have a great episode for you guys this week. All right, so the intro music. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right, and as we spoiled it for you guys in the intro, there was some Julio Jones news that broke about a week and a half ago. So let's just get straight to it. Sam, why don't you go right ahead? All right, so last episode we had, or two episodes ago, we had a lot of speculation about Julio, or really the past few episodes. And um, Chris, you you like the idea of him going to the Rams. Uh, we mentioned a few other teams, one of them being the Tennessee Titans. And it ended up being that Julio finally, you know, was off the Falcons, and he indeed went to the Tennessee Titans. So I'm trying to pull up the exact deal here. I think they gave up uh, a second, a fourth, uh, some other stuff. I don't know. It was one of those trades that I really felt for Julio Jones that you could have got a lot more if you were the Falcons, but I feel like the market just wasn't there. He's a, how old is he? 31? 32. He's 32. These last few seasons have some injuries coming up, but he's still easily a, a top five receiver in the league. I don't think anyone's questioning that. Um but I don't know how the Falcons didn't get a first round pick for him. I feel that if they, they could have easily said, we're not going to give him up unless you give us a first round pick. There had to have been at least one team that was going to bite for it and give a first round pick. Uh, so I think the Falcons got completely robbed. You give away your best receiver and you, what, what do you get in exchange for it? A couple, you get what? Two second round picks and a fourth. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say on either of the, NFL's post here. I'll look it up online. It definitely leads a second round pick. I know that definitely, definitely not a first, which I completely agree with you. I don't know how the Falcons managed to not get a first for a top three wide receiver for the past at least six, seven years in the league. So um, pretty questionable there. Uh, yeah, it I think, blows my mind. I think but... with the addition of Kyle Pitts, they should have they should have been able to get themselves a first round pick to go along with that uh, in the future. But you know what? I don't know what goes on in those deals. Who knows? Who knows how the Titans pulled that off? But good for the Titans. Good for the Titans. Yeah, you replaced Corey Davis, who walked in free agency because of he wasn't going to be able to get the contract he wanted. So you replaced Corey Davis with Julio Jones. That's an instant upgrade. And then your defense, it's still nothing special, but you still get a few pieces that can upgrade the defense. So the Titans across the board did upgrade. Uh, I like what they did this offseason. If Julio could stay healthy, that could be a really, a really scary team. 
I mentioned the Titans as a good spot for Julio last time we were talking about him. Um, if you thought that A.J. Brown and Corey Davis were a good duo, I mean, how would you – I know Corey Davis is younger, but how would you throw in Julio Jones into the mix? You also lose Johnny Smith, so you just need some good, you know, big wide receivers uh, for your team to go along with A.J. Brown. Uh, A.J. Brown even has been very outspoken that Julio Jones has been his – you know, uh, inspiration throughout his career. Uh, this, this but far, yeah, he and... never, he, he never opened up his uh, DM on Instagram from a few years back, which I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. And AJ Brown has been like begging him to take his number. And Julio said, now he, Julio's going with number two. It's kind of weird, but I guess for yeah, Julio, guess... it's a uh, new team, fresh start. So new everything. Yeah. And I have the deal but here think... now. It's uh they send Julio along with the 2023 sixth round pick. And then, like you said, they get a 2022 second round and a 2023 fourth round. So I understand that Julio's 32 years old, but still, like, that's just a little lazy on the Falcons part, I got to say. If the Falcons, I don't know, I feel like no team was really budging for a first round pick, but you know, if a team really wanted Julio and oh, they really you, wanted to make You know the Rams would have given up a first round pick. They hate those. Oh yeah, I mean they don't how many I don't even know if they have a first round pick for the next however many years. They gave them all away. Who knows. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean it, what, the Titans are one of those teams that they felt that they were a piece away. Now, I wouldn't say they were a piece away offensively. I'd say they were three or four pieces away defensively, but still you add a star receiver in Julio Jones, now just keep him healthy and you might be able to compete for the AFC even though I really don't see a team outside of the Bills competing with the Chiefs. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this Titans team does now because, as we saw in the past, if Derrick Henry didn't have a, one of those explosive games when he rushed for 100 yards and a touchdown, they wouldn't win. As we saw in the playoffs the last two two seasons, Derrick Henry had a bad game. I think he rushed for 40 yards and didn't even have a touchdown, and they lost, I think, last playoff game. And then the year before that, he also got locked down, and they didn't win, so I think this takes some pressure off Derrick Henry, even though that entire Titans team is just built around feeding him the rock. I don't think they need to do that. Never really felt they did because I'm shocked his legs haven't given out yet with the amount of work he has. Yeah, well, when you, like you said with Derrick Henry, I don't think that stat's going to hold up much longer where the Titans will only win when Derrick Henry gets 100 yards. Julio Jones will break that, but... um. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of people were questioning... You know, after Julio Jones says he wants to go to a contender with a better quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, I don't know. He he strikes me around the same as Matt Ryan, maybe a little more conservative. Um, I like Tannehill, though. He's very underrated. He ranks top 10 in a lot of different categories. Um, arguably was a top five AFC quarterback last year. So I don't know if Ryan Tannehill keeps getting better, better under Mike Rabel, which I have trust in that organization and those coaches. I could see this offense being easily top three in the league. Oh, easily. Now it's just, I feel like the Titans need to re- reduce the work that they give Derrick Henry. As you have Julio Jones, you have A.J. Brown. So you have those two guys right there. There's no need to pound the, the rock into Derrick Henry's chest and just have him overwork again, even though he could probably handle it for, for a few more years. I don't really see the need to run him into the ground this season when you have Julio Jones there. You can give extra looks now. Yeah, honestly, I think the Chiefs have to play. Yeah, the Chiefs have to play the Titans this year. And I could just see that as one of those shootouts where if the Chiefs make one mistake, I could see the Titans winning that game. And 
I, I think I only had the Titans at nine and eight or maybe 10 and seven uh, last episode when we did our record predictions. So um, I'll definitely have to bump that up for the second time we do that later on in the summer. And uh, dang, I just looking at the chief schedule, just, I, you know, I'm, I was thinking about it more and more. I'm definitely more scared of Washington than I thought uh, the Titans now are up there. There's so many teams. So just for the AFC to add Julio Jones, and just get better than how it's already getting better in the last few years with all these young guys and new guys too, just to add a veteran, one of the best wide receivers like that as a Chiefs fan, I'm sure as a Steelers fan, thank God they're at least not in our division, but uh, yeah, it's, it's scary. I just think that as long as Julio Jones can stay healthy, that's all the Titans need. Cause if Julio Jones say he goes down, like we saw last season, uh, it would be interesting to see what the Titans fare from that aspect, because then it's going to be more work for Derek Henry, who I do. F- I, I personally believe that they're going to try and reduce his workload a little bit this season. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I think after the first four weeks of, of the season, we'll see exactly what the Titans are going to do. Yeah, Derrick Henry, he's a brick, you know what house. But any wide receiver, or sorry, any running back, you can't you can't let let him do what he did last year. Even though it was great, he had two thousand yards. Very few running backs can last that long, getting that many carries. As as we've seen recently, one injury like Todd Gurley, he uh, was arthritis, and now he doesn't even ha- – and he was the best running back. Everyone, I think, would agree when that season when they went – when the Rams went to the Super Bowl, I think it was pretty – in my opinion, it was pretty obvious that Gurley was the best running back in the league that season. And then you look, look what, three years later? Yeah, he's, and – He's uh, – he doesn't even have a, a, he's a, free have agent a home now. right now. He's, he's a free agent. Doesn't even, <laughs> I think he's looking to join the Lions. That's, that's like the rumors. It just that's goes to show. his uh, career has gone to. Running backs, one injury could just derail them. So I think the Titans need to be smart here. Don't overwork your franchise running back. You just gave him that huge deal. Well-deserved, very well-deserved deal. I felt you could have honestly given him more money. But Yeah. You got to do exactly just, the opposite of what the Panthers did last year because Christian McCaffrey, uh, just terrible. Let's see what happened to him. So the Titans, oh man, I would have really liked the Rams for Julio. Screw it, maybe even the Packers to keep Aaron Rodgers out of the AFC West and maybe to to bribe them to stay in Green Bay. Uh, just not one of these AFC contenders. It hurts because I don't think Julio Jones ever had a shot to go to. The Chiefs, even though we were trying to recruit him, but uh, the Titans, just as I thought they were going to start to regress, and I didn't have really have to worry about the Titans. Now they got to add this guy, and you know, of course, hey, but you know what? You got to beat the best to be the best. So the Chiefs got to keep grinding. One of those things that we'll see how it all plays out. It's going to be an interesting season, and then we look at. Like you were saying with the Aaron Rodgers, I heard a report that there was a 60-40% chance that he'll be going to the Broncos. That sucks. It's just, I, it's I'm just not a matter of... Because he's, he's not even reporting the mini... He's not reporting the mini camp. So, I mean, it's pretty obvious. He wants out. At this point, it comes down to when did the Packers give in and stop trying and say, all right, he's available for trade. Someone make us an offer. Because you know the Broncos are going to go out and they're going to give up probably Drew Locke. Though I could see them giving a guy like Tim Patrick. Um, I could see them doing two first-round picks. I, I, I love Tim Patrick. That's my boy. But the Broncos would give up anything. We'll give up a, they'll give up a lot to acquire Aaron Rodgers. 
don't give up too much because then Aaron Rodgers is going to be unsatisfied again. <laughs> but, I mean, that, uh, that team, it, it's Aaron Rodgers would do wonders for that team. It's Broncos, man. All they do is just but then, have great quarterbacks just, every decade. <laughs> it's just like the whole Peyton Manning situation. Peyton got traded to the Broncos, won a Super Bowl with them, but I would really find it to be interesting. Yeah, so let's just say Aaron Rodgers gets traded. What happens with Devontae Adams? He already said, he basically came out, he didn't exactly say it, but he basically said, if you're right in between the lines, if Rodgers is gone, I want to be gone. Yeah, if if they don't solve the quarterback situation immediately, uh, Devontae, he's out. He's out. He's out. I wouldn't want to be there either. And then the question comes down to, where does Devontae Adams go? Obviously, he's going to want to go to a contender, but where would he end up? That's almost that's scarier than Julio Jones. I mean, let's hope oh, yeah. Adams stays in the NFC. Dude, there's who, a lot of questions. Knows, like, 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 like the offseason? Yeah, there's not going to be too many names signing within the next recent weeks. We still, it's kind of an end. You, you get one or two names signing here and there, but then it's like, if one of these trades break out, like we had the Julio Jones trade, that's one name. Then you have Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson. I say Rodgers doesn't get traded. Devontae Adams is, an, is another name that you're going to have to throw in the trade talks, and he is going to get traded at some point. I think that's the only way Devontae Adams stays in Green Bay if Deshaun Watson goes there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's literally the only way. That's I think Deshaun way. Watson should go to Washington. Just me. I that would be, be fun. I, but you know that they don't want they don't want to trade him, dude. Watson to McLaurin? Are you kidding me? That would be insane. Think about that. But yeah, Rogers. He didn't he tweet uh, W when the Denver Nuggets won a playoff game. He might have. I have no idea. I, it's such a Rogers thing. Like he just gives all these like cryptic hints. Like yeah, we know you're gonna go to Denver. Just do it already. Like. It's so obvious. Yeah. At this point, well, he is. It's it's a matter of when. When did the Packers give in? Uh, I don't know. I, I think I, it's, I think they give in very. I think they give in soon. I do think they give in very soon. Yeah, I think I think people are underselling how much the Packers probably don't care. <laughs> I think by, I'm gonna say I think their relationship's so soured by now that it's gonna happen it's very soon. I'm gonna say they'll give in before. I'm gonna say August first. August first would be the, will be the time they give in. Okay. From when, when when's today? June seventeenth to August first. I would think sooner. The Packers are gonna do anything they can. They're gonna try and hold on to him for as long as they can. Are they though? They might. They might want to act like it, but I feel like with the way they've treated Rodgers in the past, I don't know if they even truly care. And especially, they're probably looking at Rodgers like, all right. He doesn't want to be here. Let's just let's just give up. I don't know. At least the Seahawks actually did something for Russell Wilson. This is crazy. Well, they really they didn't get him any pass protection. They kind of just talked it and smoothed it over. So what's going to happen with the Seahawks this year? Get off to a hot start. Go. Teams are going to figure them out. They're going to be a little. We well, get him some pass protection. They they got a guy from the Raiders, and they got one other guy too. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be one of those fun, explosive teams, you know. NFL uh, Instagram page is going to be posting all this DK Metcalf stuff, like they always Dude, do. Dude's a beast, but I'm, they're going to be probably not going to play fantasy this year. But if you don't pick up DK Metcalf in the first or second round, I don't know what you're doing. 
Uh, DK Metcalf, he, he's just a fantasy beast, but it's the same thing every year. They're just going to post a bunch of DK Metcalf uh, highlights, and the Seahawks are going to go after a hot start. DK Metcalf's going to be all over your, your, your timeline, and the Seahawks are going to slow down midseason, mid to the end of the year. They'll win their final two games, and then they'll lose first round of the playoffs. It's the Seahawks same will story go with them. And five, like they do every single year. I mean that uh, that defense is not it's not good. Or Eleven and six. Yeah, oh, I'm looking at this defense now. It's not great. Their defensive speak- their defensive line, Chris. Listen to this: Carlos Dunlap. He's like forty. Puna Ford. Brian Moan. The hell is that? Kerry Hyder Jr. Like what? Yeah, I mean, I see on the Legion of Boom. They got so spoiled by that. And now they have this. It's like, what? But Seahawks fans, they're putting up 40-something points a game, but it's similar to the Cowboys. You put up all these points, and what happens? You're in a shootout every week because your defense could your, your defense couldn't stop anyone. To be fair, I'm pretty sure they ranked top 10 in like a ton of stats for the second half of the season with their defense. The so second half improve. of the year, the second half of the year, they did improve drast- drastically. They improved. But yeah, so it, speaking, it really just depends of, if they could all come together this season. We'll see. I really don't have too much confidence in that, to be honest with you. Mm, but Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be hard to stop speak, the offenses in your division, too. But speaking of the uh, the Seahawks, Jamal Adams, he hasn't been reporting the minicamp, but you know he's becoming one of the top NFL divas in the league now. Not surprised. Not surprised at all. I, I don't understand why this guy... <sighs> I guess that's what, what happens when you're on the Jets in your first few years. You just feel like if you're great on the Jets, then you should be paid many amounts you want for the rest of your career. He was a top – I felt he when he was with the Jets, he was the best safety in the league. And then he gets traded to the Seahawks. They give up two – the Seahawks give up two first-round picks for him. And all he did was blitz the entire year. I think he, he – what was it? The record for most sacks by a uh, – by a safety, yeah. so, so so he he broke that record, but his pass coverage was was atrocious. And now he's not now he's not showing up to mini camp. So could Jamal Adams be on his way out? I have no idea. You know what? Honestly, I just don't care because I don't want him on my team. Get him away from me! Like he's just not a great locker room guy. I don't know how much more this guy wants. Uh, maybe you should start covering better if you really want this amount of money. I, he's kind of like a wannabe Jalen Ramsey. Like, he's very good. He's definitely top five safety in the league. But, like, I feel like Jalen Ramsey at least walks the walk every time he talks to talk. Like, Jalen Ramsey is a clear cut. He's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame when it's all said. And done. Oh. oh, but Jamal God. Adams, he, he, he doesn't show He could it. retire today. Jalen Ramsey could retire right now when he'd be in the Hall of Fame. But, I mean, at least Jalen oh, yeah, Ramsey can back up his talk. And, now you have a guy like you have Jamal Adams. He seems like he's very toxic in the locker room. He uh, after he got traded, I heard him, he complained about what time he had to leave for Seattle. I think I think it was something like six a.m. flight, and and he was complaining <laughs> about that or so, something like that. I remember. Um, so yeah, I think that's gonna kill the that's hurting the locker room. Um, I feel that. I wouldn't be surprised if he was out, if he was in the locker room getting really pissed off at these guys, but 
he was one of the parts that you, you look at some plays of him in coverage this past year. He was getting burned by everyone. He couldn't he couldn't guard a single person. Yeah, he. Uh, some people like to say uh, the Seahawks defense was terrible in the first half of the year. Besides Adams and Wagner, I don't know. Adams kind of added to that. I didn't, yeah, if you look, I didn't at, if you look at a lot of the past coverage videos, he was he was atrocious. Yeah. So if I were the Seahawks, I honestly wouldn't even be that worried if he's holding out. Just just figure it out. Who cares? It's Jamal well, Adams. You did, well, you he's going to ruin his I, career I, soon. I, I, would be, I would be a little worried because you gave up two first-round draft picks for him. I, I said when that trade happened, I said that if the Seahawks didn't at least make the Super Bowl in one of the – either last season or this season, then the trade was a total bust. You give up, you give up two first-round draft picks – and you might not even be able to reach the NFC, an NFC championship game after you think that you're going to get a guy of that talent. You give up two first round draft picks. Oh, that was such hey, a bad trade hey. for Seattle. The good news is those two first round draft picks are going to the Jets. So it's not like uh, they're going to feel bad uh, for giving them away. Look, it's not like the Jets are probably going to be utilizing those draft picks that well. Listen, first round draft picks are first round draft picks. And the Seahawks really could the Seahawks really could have used it. They could have taken an offensive lineman. They could have done a lot with that first round draft pick this year. And now they're stuck with a safety, one of the least important positions in the league. Uh, that is very mad with the team. So good luck, Seattle. <laughs> Who knows? It's gonna be uh, interesting. These next few weeks are gonna be pretty interesting. A lot of teams yeah. coming out, including Chris. Uh, someone who has not been relevant for many times. Also, former Jets player, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Oh, man. Chris, he's been Where on both of our teams. Um, I have to pull up the exact Well, he's, he's he's pretty forgettable on uh, on, on the Chiefs, to be honest. Uh, I remember him scoring like on the Chiefs. One, I think he scored like two touchdowns the entire when, year and had like 100 yards. It was the uh, the Chiefs and the Bills, and I I'm like I did not want him going to go into the Chiefs, and I'm just like he's gonna go to the Chiefs. He wants to get that ring. I felt Buffalo would have been a lot more of a fun team to be with, but he goes to the Chiefs, and people are saying to themselves, "All right, this dude is gonna revamp his career." And what happens? He's the third string running back. You know, you know, the first two weeks getting into the swing of things, new team, new playbook, new coaching staff, new everything. You're around their midseason, and then after that. He got what three carries a game, maybe third string running back, and then you kind of start to think to yourself, "This guy is actually really bad." In yeah. Pittsburgh, it was a pretty sour ending. He sat out the entire an entire an entire season because he felt that he wasn't getting what he deserved. So then the Steelers offered him a contract, but he's like, "Nope, I don't like who you got. I don't like how you guys went about this." And then he left, and then he went to the Jets. Goes to the Jets. He has a he has a good first game, and then after that. He got hurt, I think, week two with the Jets or week four or something like that. But he was pretty quiet with the Jets after that, after his first game. I think he had 100 total yards, uh, scrimmage yards, and I think he had two touchdowns, I think one rushing, one receiving. Yeah. But then after that, after that game, injured, I think he missed the rest of the season. And the following year, just forgettable. That was, that was 20. Oh, okay, now I see. Yeah, here, I have the stats pulled up. 2019 on the Jets, 789 yards, three touchdowns, averaging 3.2 yards carry. And then on the Chiefs last year, 254 yards, two touchdowns. Just... Yeah, and, that, and that's exactly what we're talking about when um, we talk about running backs here. A running back 
you one year you could be great and then the next year it could be like what the hell happened and that's just how running backs are that's why teams don't want to pay them you want to have a young running back on your rookie contract when when you win because if you pay a running back this big money they could be insane that, that next year after they get their payday and then the following year one injury boom all that you just gave up all that money what happens sorry here's the thing we didn't even mention what bell said this is what he said a few days ago he said um i'll never play for andy reed again i'd retire first which first of all uh i bell, maybe he was bell you don't even upset. have a team you're yeah i'm sure he was probably upset um I'm sure the Chiefs promised him like more carries and more playing time to come to the Chiefs. Uh, we still did it as much as we could for him. Like it, it, he's not good enough to get any more you know looks than he did. So you, you'd he be lucky now. to get 250 rushing yards. And then Andy Reid actually responded yesterday, or actually this morning. Um, this is the first time he's ever responded. He said, "I enjoyed my time with him. I'm pulling for him. That's how I roll." So Andy Reid. Once again, just staying one of the most likable and classy uh, coaches in the league. So, and you can't you can't beat this guy. You can't. Andy Reid just doesn't lose. We're never gonna know what actually happened in that locker room. I I feel that it comes down to what what you hinted at, saying that he didn't get the carries, and I'm pretty sure he felt like he was undervalued in that in that locker room. Well, Bell, listen, if you were actually really that good. I don't think, especially a coach like Andy Reid, I don't think he would have you as the third string back. If you were really good, you would actually be the first string back. But nope, you're not good anymore. You sat out a year of your prime. You went to the Jets, and then you you literally just ruined your career. So who knows if he's even going to get signed to a team this season? Chris, I got to say, oh, no, he probably won't. But, Chris, I got to say, it was nice to see – like everyone in the league stand up for Andy, Andy Reid. Like everyone was just calling Le'Veon Bell a clown and just making fun of what he said. Like it was great. Well, yeah, because because everyone knows Former that Andy Reid players is, well, Andy I would come out of retirement good, to play for him again. I mean, everyone great. knows how good of a coach Andy Reid is, and and Bell sounds crazy saying that he would retire before playing for him. I mean, Andy Reid's a top coach in this league. He's a future Hall of Fame coach. So you look at it, and when a player comes out and says that. It's obviously nothing that happened inside the locker room. It's just Bell's huge ego, and he thinks that he's – and oh, my stupid Siri oh, – I'm going to say it. Siri on my uh, computer keeps on going off. Um, I, I hate that. I got to, like, disable it. Whenever I say certain S, Siri freaking pops up. But anyway, he pro- Bell probably still thinks he's this great back that he was when he was with Pittsburgh. Well, newsflash, you're not. Uh, you went to the Jets, you ruined, you ruined yourself. So stop thinking that you're this great running back. You haven't proved a shit in the last two and a half, th- three seasons, you haven't proved shit. So stop acting like you're good. You're not good anymore. You suck. You're, you're a free agent for a reason because, let's face it, you suck now. Mm-hmm. Just, just, Chris, shut up. Don't think ex- you're good. We both experienced this guy now. Uh, now we know what it's like. Now I know what it's like. But uh, well, you experienced I, a pretty shitty bell. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You, you actually experienced the good bell, but oh man, I'd rather have Sean McCoy again than have Le'Veon Bell. He was Sean McCoy was way better. Isn't that so? Sucks. No one's gonna remember that at the end of the day. No, Sean McCoy was on the Chiefs. <laughs> I mean, no, no one. Oh, he was so good. 
But that's what happens when you go on the Steelers. Just something, something weird happens, Chris. I mean, Antonio Bell, Brown, you look at it with the whole Bell thing. That that was more professional. He wanted to get more money. Antonio Brown, who the hell knows what happened? He he's a freaking he he went crazy. And then he went to the Raiders, and then he went crazy with them. Yeah, <laughs> just oh, Mike Tomlin. He's got some spell. He's got some spell. But Chris, um, we got he, one he kept, more. He kept that on. He, wait, really quick. He kept that under wraps because that's that stuff with AB in on Pittsburgh was going on for a while and it, it never got leaked. So, Mike Tomlin's got to be the most underrated and overrated coach at the same time. Like I don't know either. what that he's, means, but he just is. He's perfectly rated future Hall of Fame coach. What a beast! <laughs> nope. No, I'm just kidding. All right, but uh, finally, Super Bowl never had a, never had a losing season. It's crazy. Well, hold on. What's what's going to happen in like 30 years in a league without Tomlin, without Andy Reid, without Bill Belichick? Like, think about yeah, what the Chiefs have never had a losing like. record with Andy Reid. We've only missed the playoffs once. It's it's, it's crazy to think about. Like, what's going to happen in 30? Like, we just can't imagine. Dude, the Chiefs. People think the Chiefs weren't good before. Patrick Mahomes, like 2013, 2015, 2016, and 2017, we made the playoffs. And I think we've now won our division, honestly, five years in a row. So, yeah, I mean, people are just saying that because they didn't make a Super Bowl, they didn't win a Super Bowl or make it to the Super Bowl. It doesn't mean that your team wasn't good. Yeah, don't forget, we uh, still had winning, we still we had winning got, seasons. Well, yeah, winning we seasons. first got Andy Reid in 2013, we started off 9 and 0. <laughs> That was after yeah, going winning seasons and everything. But people are looking at what the Chiefs have done recently. They don't want to look back years prior and notice how this team actually was good. And Mahomes brought the – that team was already a team that I wouldn't say Super Bowl, but a playoff team could, could make an AFC championship. And then you, you bring Mahomes, and Mahomes brings it to that next level of, yeah, this team is going to compete for a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. That, that that's what the difference was right there. You bring in a quarterback who's just a totally different level of talent, and you win a Super Bowl. So, Chris, I remember in 2017, I thought it was going to be Chiefs Steelers in the championship, and then you guys choked to the Jags, and we choked to the Titans, and it was like really weird that year. And I honestly that's... thought it was going to be between us because Alex Smith was having the best year of his career, and the Steelers were looking really good, and then we both just but... choked. People, people aren't going to remember that and be like, oh, those teams were actually good. They see, I don't know, people just... I wore a Jaguars hat to the playoff game and then the Jaguars beat the Steelers. <laughs> Why do I own a Jaguars the Jag- hat? They, they, they almost went to the Super Bowl, which was crazy. Dude, they blew a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. They, it could have been Jags-Vikings. Oh, my. Could you imagine? That would have been the most forgettable Super Bowl ever. Oh, it would actually like, like Blake Bortles, like 10 3. Dude, Case Keenum's on the Browns. Oh, I forgot about him. Dude, there's so many quarterbacks for that. Like, Sam Bradford, is he out of the league? 100%. Trevor Simeon. Oh my God, these guys. All right. Well, whatever happened to Trevor great. Simeon? I don't know. This is what happens on June 17th. We have discussed Trevor Simeon. We've mentioned Trevor Simeon's name. That's what happens. When you get to the lull period. But uh, all right, Chris, final piece of news Madden cover. Um, wait, wait, tell uh, me. Tell bitter, 
Simeon's on the Saints. Of course he is. And then wait, who else? Who else was I gonna think of? Uh, Brock Osweiler. Yeah, that's exactly who I was thinking of as well. Uh, I remember they, the, te- the Texans signed him. It's all him. like Broncos quarterbacks. And the Texans signed him, and he never even visited with them. They just gave him a contract. <laughs> oh, he, they literally, he never even visited with the facility to so anyone. Bad. They just they just said, you want to sign with us? Here, take this amount of money. That's so bad. All right, Chris. Chris, we have to legit get to the Madden cover. It just came out today. I have mixed feelings about it because I think it's a stupid decision what they did. Oh, it is um, stupid. I mean, you could have put Derrick Henry on it and you didn't. Yeah, Instead, it's a, you, you, if you, people that don't know, it's not Derrick Henry. It's not Aaron Donald. It's not Aaron Rodgers. It's Brady and Mahomes, which Brady was on Madden 18. And Mahomes is on Madden 20. This was only a few years ago. This is the first time someone's been on it twice. And it's both Brady and Mahomes. It's called MVP edition. Neither of them won the MVP award this year. Uh, just very, very questionable. Look, I'll take Mahomes being on the cover. That's always fun as a Chiefs fan. Uh, the CMP is the, the uh, first person to be on it twice. I'll take it. Is but this, is this the second? This is the second cover to have two players on the cover, correct? Yeah, the first one Since was uh, two thousand ten. Palmolive. Yeah, Fitzgerald yeah. Palmolive. Yeah, so just like the Super Bowl was, you have it here. So. But I don't know. I think there were so many better options than having than having How do you Mahomes not secure Derrick Henry. He's number twenty-two. It's Madden twenty-two. He had two thousand yards. Derrick Henry. You could have put Aaron Rodgers. There were. I felt Henry Aaron and Rodgers were the two people. Alvin I mean, Kamara, I, do, I mean, I, I like how they have the two quarterbacks from the super this past year Super Bowl like they did with Madden 10 when they had Steelers, Cardinals, Troy, and Larry. But still, I felt there were better options. There were better options for, for this year than there were in 2010 for the for Madden 10. Yeah, we don't let, have to let, see let, Tom Brady on another cover of anything. How many covers has he been on now? Is that three? No, it's a second. But just in general, like, we don't need any more Tom Brady <laughs> recognition. I mean, even Mahomes, too, but like, how do you fail this Madden, man? Listen, Look, they I always they always pull me in to buy the new Madden every year. I don't know. I just obsessed with playing Madden for some reason. Even I don't though know I, how I they pull you in to buy it. It's a shitty game. But look, I don't buy it when it comes out. I buy it during Christmas when it's on sale. But yeah, it's still, I, I, it's just I I, they just keep striking out every year. You know, it's going to be the same game. It's just a, the cover is one of the most fun parts of of the game just see what gets on the cover and just have this stupid listen i know madden they'll release like different editions like they'll have the uh like edition will have a different player but for, for the standard cover having that i would understand if you want to have like the elite edition and you want to have like mahomes and brady on like that that's fine but if you're gonna have just a standard cover being these two i, I don't understand anymore there were so many better options you could have had Derrick Henry on on the main cover, and then you could have had like the elite edition. You could have had like Rogers. You, you could have had so much. It had to be Henry. It had to. Like there was no other option in my head. It, number twenty two for over two thousand yards. Exactly, Madden twenty two. Oh, but 
leave it up to EA to screw something up. Oh, man. And you know, I, and you know exactly. I don't know how another two goats. When you yeah, have two goats, I don't know how another company hasn't figured something out to compete with Madden and just get rid of them once and for all. Seriously. Well, EA has all the rights. I don't know if another company has all the rights for it. I know it just sucks. It sucks because I really enjoy playing Madden just because it's a football game, and I'm kind of just obsessed with that. But like, they really got to change it. Now you have all these dumb animations. Uh these dumb glitched plays so many glitches it seems like as the games get more advanced and and it's supposedly supposed to get better they somehow always take a step back oh you know although i will be honest madden 20 and 21 have both been pretty good compared to like madden 19 madden 19 was terrible like i could definitely see a step up from 20 and 21 to 19 so it's always like i personally I personally feel that in all games, like 19 was bad. I feel like it's like always, same thing with 2K. Every other year, the game always gets better. It, it's weird. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, let's just say like like not 19, not good. And then 20 would be good. And then 21 would be bad. It's like every, every other year, you're going to get a good game. I feel it's like Actually, they don't put too much effort into like the game that following you, but the year after the, it's like they work on, Two years in advance, they work on the game for two years in advance, and they just release some crap to you. I, I don't know. I, I'm never, I'm done buying Madden games. I've had enough of it. Actually, 2K used to have a really good reputation, and then the last few were just terrible. I haven't bought one since oh, 2K18. Yeah. So it's just uh, sports video games in general got to step it up. I know FIFA's been doing really good, and MLB the Show has been really popular, but. Madden and 2K, you gotta step it up. You gotta step it up. Yeah. Well, MLB The Show finally came out for the Xbox first time since 2013, and it's been great. I have a little, uh, I have more hours than I'd like to admit on it. Oh, I know. We're just, we're just gonna leave it at that. A baseball game's been on the Xbox since MLB 13, which that was also a really fun game. Then it went to a PlayStation exclusive. Now it's finally back. Which is good. This show show by NFL. We're just talking about MLB the show. Good. That's like the good only times. good sports game that's out right now. FIFA games. Uh, I haven't played FIFA in a while. I feel their ultimate FIFA's team fun is pretty. If you start it's to fun, get the hang of it, the the ultimate teams are always the market's so broken. Like an eighty five overall is like five hundred thousand coins, which is completely am stupid. The, am I the only one that doesn't like that? kind of stuff in, in sports games ultimate team stuff like i never played ultimate team in madden i'm not gonna lie I'm i don't not, like that kind i'm of not stuff. A, i'm not big on ultimate team i'll play i'll do all like the free challenges get the free packs and everything but i'll never sit there and grind i'll usually do like my career i'm a huge franchise type of guy or do like the drafts that's it yeah, i'll never sit there and and grind challenges to get 99 overall players or something like that because let's face it as you know I suck at video games and to have a good ultimate team, you actually have to be decent, which I'm not Uh, as much as I play video games. I love to play them. I suck at every single one I touch. (laughs) Yeah. Chris, I made you almost shred your Madden disc many times. Yeah. And I always say I'm never going to play. I'll take like three months off and I'll get right. The only way Chris wins is if I throw like three pick sixes in the game. (laughs) It's always like my wrongdoing and not your, like, that's how I won our it. last game. What I you had seven turnovers and I had one pick six and I had one fumble six, and that was, yeah. that, and that it, was my it, it was still a one score game. Mm-hmm. It was like 14 6. 
I'm so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, Madden, please step it up for once. I'm not saying that I won't buy your game because I know I will, but, you know, we'll see I what think, happens. Yeah, I think, well, what's, what's the last Madden I have? Madden 20? I think I got it because it was on sale. It was like, if you have a gold membership, it's um a dollar or something like that, or like five bucks or That's something insane. like that. So like, so, so I just bought it and I said, I bought it and it was, it wasn't even around Christmas time. It was after Christmas time. Um, so I got it on that sale and I, I played, I played it a lot cause I'm never going to pay a full price for it. I'll see what the sale for this new Madden is around Christmas. Most likely going to be 40 something bucks. That's still too much for me to want to waste it. on a Madden game. Not worth it. Unless it's $10 or cheaper, I'll buy it. Yeah. Never yeah, again Chris, will I ever um, sit there and yeah. pay, pay, pay any more than 10 bucks for a Madden game. No. Um, but yeah, I think that's all the news. Uh, hopefully we'll get some Roger stuff soon. But um, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, follow us at In the Huddle Pod on Instagram and listen to us on any platform. But yeah, Chris, I think that's it. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, as Sam said, be on the lookout for the next episode. Hopefully we get Roger's news soon. And it's really about it. Yeah, we'll be back up and running more than we were this last couple of weeks. Uh, we were busy, but now hopefully we'll get some more episodes out. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next time.